Welcome to her art podcast, a project for art lovers, especially art created by women. In our 11th episode, we will talk about Hannah Hoch, one of the originators of photomontage. My name is Nata Andreev, and I'm going to tell you seven curious facts that you didn't know about the artist that was an early feminist and questioned conventional ideas about women's role in society, gender relationships, beauty, and the making of art. The information provided in this episode comes from multiple sources, and it's not mine. All authors are credited on her art podcast blog on Medium. Curious fact number one. Anna Therese Johann Höch was born in 1889 in Göta, Turingen. Her father was in insurance and the family comfortably off. Though she showed an aptitude for art early, on the family was not willing to support her ambitions and it was only in 1912, at the age of 23, she left home to study painting at the Scharlenberg School of Applied Arts in Berlin. Curious fact number two. The war temporarily interrupted her studies, but three years later, when she was 26, Hannah met Raoul Hausmann, who was to become her lover and Dada collaborator, either at the School of the Museum of Applied Arts, where, in deference to her father, she was studying handicrafts such as lace making and embroidery, or at the Storm Gallery, the center of expressionist painting. It was at about this time she changed her name, simplifying it to Hannah. Curious fact number three. She had split from Hausmann in 1922, and at the end of the decade, having moved to the Netherlands, she began a lesbian relationship with the Dutch writer Till Bergman. Perhaps as a response to her relationship, Hoek produced several curiously erotic photomontages in the early 30s. Androgyny also piqued Hoek's interest by providing her with an ideal resolution to polarizing gender issues. Curious fact number four. Hoek claimed she had hit on the technique of photomontage while on a Baltic holiday with the married houseman in 1918, having come across mock-up photos sent home by German soldiers in which the young men's heads were superimposed on picture of musketeers. They realized the power of cut and paste to alienate images. This origin tale is slightly misleading, however, because since 1916, Hoch had been working for the Berlin publisher Alstein, producing embroidery and lace designs for two periodicals. She was probably already familiar with the kinds of collage that an expanding print media practice with photographs. Hoch worked on these handicraft magazines for a decade and even wrote a manifesto of sorts for modern embroidery, in which she enjoyed Weimar era women to develop a feeling for abstract forms. 
Curious fact number five. Her collages and montages often combine male and female into one being. Hech was commenting on the fact that during the Weimar Republic, mannish women were both celebrated and castigated for breaking down traditional gender roles. Her photo montages from the 1920s focused almost exclusively on issues relating to the construction of women's identity and gender relationships. Androgynous characters could also have been related to her bisexuality. Her work from 1926 to 1935 depicted same-sex couples. Curious fact number six. In 1932, the Nazi party canceled an important Hug exhibition before its scheduled opening. From then until the fall of the Nazi regime in 1945, Hannah was unable to show her work in Germany altogether. She had to assume a low profile to survive in Germany during the war and lived as an inner immigrant, a term applied to artists and intellectuals who continued their work privately without bowing to Nazi ideology. She described those years as 12 years of misery. Her work survived Nazi Germany, but remained unseen without critical review until the early 1960s for reasons that included sexism and the artist's own resistance to showing it. Curious fact number seven. Hoch died in 1978. Her place in 20th century art history, almost, but not quite assured. Post-war histories of Dadaism tended to patronize the best. She does not appear at all in Robert Motherswell, 1951 Dada Painters and Poets, and Hans Richter, what a douche, in 1965, called her the girl who procured sandwiches, beer, and coffee on a limited budget. You know what's limited? Hans Richter of 1965? everything you stand for. Moving on. But gradually, she snuck into the canon. She was part of the major Dada Surrealism and Their Heritage exhibition at the Museum of Modern Art in 1968, and scholars and curators have since belatedly recognized that she was both a key Dadaist and considerably more, a true pioneer of photomontage and a complex, funny critic of mainstream and art world misogyny alike. Thank you so much for listening to the 11th episode of season three of her art podcast, a project for art lovers, especially art created by women. If you want to follow more of what I do, find me on Facebook and Instagram. And don't forget to tune in next month for our last episode in season three and in general, the last episode of this podcast when I'm going to tell you about Zinaida Serebrakova, one of the first Russian women who entered the history of painting. This is the ninth episode I am recording during COVID-19. 
I hope everyone is safe and takes care of themselves and their loved ones. And don't forget, and SARS, because black lives matter.